Blog Talk Radio. In the realm of the metaphysical, there are two sides. There is this side, and there is the other side. Have you ever asked yourself questions such as, When we die, why are we here? Where do we go? Why is there evil? What is What is it? What's the meaning of life? Why do we hate? Why do we love? What is awesome? What is life? Why is there suicide? And what happens to those who choose that path? Welcome to Messages from Beyond, the show that addresses all of these questions and more with your hosts, Twin Soul Spiritual Mediums. Dennis and Alice Jackson. Hi. Hi. Have you been able to hear us? Hi. I haven't, definitely having trouble hearing you, but uh, this is Russ and Cleveland. You are. Hey, Russ. Hey, um, how are you doing tonight? Russ, can you hear me? Yes. That's better? Yeah, that's definitely better now. Well, well sorry, I can hear you. turned off my thing. Okay, no, there we go. All right, well, we're going to come back to you in a minute. Hang on just a second, all right? Uh, hopefully they can hear us from now on. <laughs> we'll be right back. So uh, it looks like we're being heard in the chat rooms. Are you hearing us, Miss Joni B? I think we had a problem in the beginning with my microphone. You know, I'm telling you, I got, I'm going to fire the engineer. I really am. He is in trouble. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I am fired, yes. There we go. <laughs> well, it wasn't on purpose because this uh, I have never I haven't used this this uh, headset for a while, for a long time. Right. And last week I used it, and somehow during and I never used it during the week. I don't use this 
particular headset. Somehow, I think Yehudi came in and hit this little button. What can I say? We are here. Anyhow, for those of you that haven't been hearing us, we're celebrating a a Super Bowl victory for the Seahawks. So it's nice. We are um, obviously... uh, There, obviously Seattle and those, Seahawks those, fans. That's the twelfth man right there. That's I'm very telling loud. you, they're screaming. They're screaming. All right, Heather oh, says man. Mercury Retro starts in two days. Yeah, no that, kidding, Heather. I'm Heather, you, you know what? Jeez. It has nothing to do with Mercury. It has to do with Dennis. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I I I will own up to the mistake, but I will not own up to actually doing the problem. So okay, I didn't do it. Okay, I, I didn't. I think somebody wants us to go on television and and not be so much radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, somebody wants us to have uh, all of this taken care of for us. Tonight, you know, we we made a topic for tonight. And people have been asking us about the onion peeling process. Mm -hmm. And it's very near and dear to our hearts because you and I each went through the onion peeling process on our own before we met, mm-hmm. it's, which is interesting. And we but talk about say, it in our book. I named it. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about it in our book, and yours is Chapter 4, and mine is Chapter 10 of Together Again, Twin Souls Reunite in Love and Life. And bottom line is, what the onion feeling is, is getting to know your true soul self, getting to know who you are deep down within, peeling away all the layers of the stuff that's not working for you anymore, what doesn't serve you. And if you look at an onion, when you peel an onion, and I peeled an onion last week, which was interesting because it was the first time in years that I cried during an onion peeling. I I mean, a real onion peeling. A physical onion. It was, yeah, it was very strong. And I thought it was a sweet onion that I bought, mm-hmm. I assumed, unless it was in the wrong pile at the grocery store. But sweet onions don't make you cry. The, I just cried and cried. The tears just came. And I didn't have a matchstick to chew on. And they say that helps keep the tears With from the coming. the match part of it? No, the, the wood part, the, oh. the sulfur. It comes through, and if you have a match, it's sure, supposed honey. to stop it. It is. Look sure. it up. You betcha. <laughs> you know, the best way to do it, onion peeling, is under the water. That's true. Everything underwater. Your body, on an oxygen tank. <laughs> no, just running running water over the top of it. That's very true. And it takes it right away. I learned that trick a long time ago. Well, why didn't you tell me while I was like had tears I've coming down my face? I've shown you many times, dear. Well, I forgot. <laughs> it was more than three seconds ago. I'm not responsible to remember that. I see, I see, okay. <laughs> we have that three-second rule. If it happened more than three seconds ago, we're not required to remember it's not, it. It's not our responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, when you peel an onion, you take away the outer skin, the outer uh, layers that you're not going to use. And yeah. you, you cut it, and it just, you cry. And you're peeling it away until you get to the part of the onion that you're going to use, what we call the sweet onion, the sweet part of that onion, the usable part, the good part, the part that you can cook with, the part that you can taste and enjoy, and that makes all your foods taste better and sweeter. And that's why we call it an onion peeling, because you get rid of the stuff 
of you, of your life that's not working for you. Peel it away. Get to know who you are. And when you went through your onion peeling process, uh, explain how it worked for you, Dennis, since you, you named this process. How did it work for you? Well, You were at your first retreat. Well, in essence, what happened was I, uh, I, I, I read Conversations with God. And and that started the process. That started the process of me looking at me and finding out what I'm all about and who I am and where I'm going. And and you know, I like I tell everybody, I woke up January first, nineteen ninety two, and in nineteen ninety five in November is when I found Conversations with God, and November and December, and I think he published it like June or something like that, mm-hmm. May. Um, so it was it was fairly new it was it was new there and i read that book and it was like it it made me question everything uh, everything actually i'd been questioning things forever anyway because that's my whole thing ask uh, why that's my that's my question exactly i always ask why and that's why part of the intro to our thing is i'm asking why 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 am i going through this why am i where i'm at and when I started looking at the layers of cover that I had put on top of myself, you know, this is, and you got to go through back through your childhood. Who were you as a child? Well, I was a, a lovable little blonde haired five and six year old that I remember that I, that I became that persona that I was then to please all of the people around me because all of a sudden, uh, if I, if if I did certain things certain ways, people liked me, and I had an insecurity, and that started from the time I was born, because my father would come in the room, and uh, my mom told me a story one time. She said, my my dad came home from work, a little upset, and I was uh, two, one and a half or two, eighteen months to, to two years, and he came in, opened the door, and started yelling again, as he always was really well at, at good at doing. And I was hovering, hiding under the table that was up against the wall. I was under the table, sitting in the corner in a position, mm-hmm. shivering, because I was, I was scared to death. And that's been my whole story all the way till I can remember. So I became this person that time because then people wouldn't be mad. They wouldn't yell at me. And I wasn't being me. And then as I grew older, I became, I tried to be the macho, uh, you know, sports guy, and I was never good at sports anyway, so I gave up on that. And I played guitar, and I took up guitar because it would please my dad, you know. And, right. and But then I found something there that I could, I could go into, I could hide, I could be inside that with my guitar. Lose yourself in the music, out, sure. It would come out. And it would go farther. And I'm, and I'm going through my whole life here because I'm looking at every section of my life as... This is Dennis uh, at 8, this is Dennis at 10, this is 12, this is 15, this is 18, this is 30, this is 42. And all of a sudden, nothing fit. I wasn't being me. And so I peeled each one of those layers. And each one of those layers is who I was at that time. And they're all buried in there. And you get down to that bottom part where when you're born, you you come in as a pure soul and you have none of this stuff carrying around with you and you try to get as much of it out and gone as you can and when you get to that point 
you've gone through a, a layers and layers and layers. And every time you would get rid of a layer of junk, you would, I would, every time I would get a layer off, I would cry. I, I would mourn the lo- losing of, of part of who I was or who everybody thought I was. And I finally got to a point just before we, I went to the retreat where I had that final layer to go through. And I walked in the door and <clears throat> and our energy connected and it was like, whoa, I can't do this. I've got to stay away from this person when I'm doing my work because in the first few retreats, I'd gone through some really heavy, heavy emotional baggage clearing. But when I walked in that room, I had that final layer and I had to work through it. So I had to focus on me. And that's where I was when, when we came together. Exactly. Well, I want you to read this one paragraph right here because you talk about your onion peeling. And it's right there. on. And if anybody has the book in hand, it's page 72. Right there, that paragraph. I started the terrible shedding of my past. <clears throat> I felt like a snake that was shedding layer after layer of skin. I felt at the same time like an onion. As I peeled off a layer... I would hurt. I would cry and feel the pain of losing. And then the next layer would come off. Then I would go through the same process over again. And that's what you do during mm-hmm. your it. onion peeling process. So it's not a bad thing. It's, oh, no. it's a good thing. And it, it, it's the it, best thing it, you could it, ever possibly it's do. Therapeutic. It's cathartic. It's amazing. And uh, I think what we're going to do is... Go to the phones, take a couple calls, and then I'm going to come back and talk about my own onion peeling okay. process. If that works for you. Sure. You, you Absolutely. Did, you got any more peeling you need to do? No, no. I, I peeled off everything. <laughs> In fact, I'm sitting here naked. You know? No, I'm kidding. No. I'm, nobody needs that picture. No, you don't need that visual right now. <laughs> Anyhow, let's go to area code 216. Hi there. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Dennis and Alice. It's Russ in Cleveland. Hey, hey Russ. Russ in Cleveland. Can How you are you? Can hear you better now? <laughs> yeah, I definitely can hear a lot better. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, especially, especially when I thought maybe it's my ears. I've always had ear problems, especially when I was a kid. I can hear infections with stuff. I didn't know if it was me or not. But, well, it uh, wasn't you. It was it was me. It was my fault. Yeah, you know, and what's really, really weird about a, uh, a, a uh, uh, shutoff switch, it, it bounces. It goes on and off. <laughs> well, we thank you for telling yeah. us in the chat room that you couldn't hear us, that we count on you guys to do that because we have no way of knowing. So, Joni, thank you so much for telling us. All right, what can we do for you tonight, Russ? Oh, I was just wondering if I had anything for my dad who's on the other side. Um, you know, maybe in particular, um, got a second job, it's driving me crazy at a local movie theater. And, um, you know, if he's got anything to say about that. Um, well, first thing that pops up is be careful. <laughs> you know, movie theaters have been targets later lately. It seems like. Um, no, but I asked, uh, who's Bob around you? Or Robert? Yeah, I well, I know an old, you know, somebody that I uh, grew up with as a kid. We haven't seen okay. in years. Uh, okay. Was a Bob. Okay. All right. Let's just say, uh, do you know if he's crossed over? Because I feel like. This person's on the other side. Normally, I don't get a feeling as to if they're here or there, but this particular one seems like over there. As far as I know, he's still here, last I heard. 
Okay. Then it's probably someone else, but your dad's your dad passed over now. Who was had the issue with his lungs? Uh that would definitely be my dad. He you know, he had the Lou Gehrig's disease and that definitely was affecting his lungs among other among other things. Yeah, that was part of the Yeah, that was part of the thing with the Lou Gehrig's disease where it does affect breathing, get a lot of mucus in the lungs and it's hard to clear and Well, yeah. Well, the number one he says um uh everything else in his life was easy compared to going through all of that because he says it was a slow process which I, I understand Lou Gehrig's is um, but it also says to tell you that um, don't worry about the job the job is just a job what you need to do is start focusing on what what makes your heart sing what makes you feel the best and if you can't find that very very close by then you spread out you have to go out farther it looks like now, did you just move again? Uh, no, we're, I haven't we're, moved. We're, you were like, thinking like about to. it, though. Yeah, we'd like to. Um, yeah, because we got the wife and I got a tiny little bungalow uh, here, and we'd like a little more space because it seems like the stuff we have in the house is taking up more room in the house than space we have. So. Yeah, I got you. Now, you live near where? Where? What city? Are, uh, an old suburb, part of the inner ring of the city of Cleveland. It's Cleveland. The part okay. we're in, yeah, we're we're oh. in a part called Old Brooklyn, which is which was swallowed up years ago by the city of Cleveland itself. Sure. So, well, the reason yeah, I was we're about like six miles right from the lake, so we're pretty close. And well, how far is Cincinnati from you? Uh, it's about three and a half hours down seventy one. And have you ever? Sent out applications in that area and gotten your your t- for the job you're the the job you used to do. I don't know what it was. I mean, there was a job you were trying to really keep going, and I remember we talked yeah. about it. But I I get this Cincinnati hit. I mean, yeah, Cincinnati hit. I did uh, send a couple down there. It's been a few months, but I did send a couple down. Uh, There's like one suburb of Cincinnati called Kettering, which I sent a resume to and. Um, haven't heard anything back from them. It's been a couple of well, months. Um, well, here, here's what you need yeah. to do. You need to get online and find the places in Cincinnati that are um, that do the kind of work that you really want to do. I mean, what what makes you go? Yes, I I am happy to go to work today. You know, I feel good about working today. I want to go do this, and and you wake up wanting to go. What kind of a job would do that? When you sit down and think about that, start looking online for that type of job, that particular job, in the Cincinnati area, the greater area. I don't know if it's right in downtown or if it's outside in one of the suburbs or maybe even across the river in Kentucky. Yeah, that's uh, uh, it'd be kind of interesting too because I've got uh, a cousin, like a quote unquote cousin in law. If I was actually her and her husband and a couple of kids live down in in Cincinnati, so it's not like I don't know anybody down there. So there you, I know they, you know, if we did get down there, we could show they could show us around town and um, you know find good places and good yeah, places to eat, places to I would, I would, I would go online and start focusing on that tonight after the show. Because I think I think there's something there for you. I'm feeling really, really strong pull there. That's why I wanted to find out where you were at night now. Because if you were, you know, like 
in Indiana or something, um, it, it, you'd be far, maybe you'd be farther away. I don't know. So yeah, because anyway, uh, yeah, because yeah, where yeah. I'm at, it's like right, it's right, right off of I-71 here, it's by like a couple of miles, and that take us straight down into Cincy, and there you go. So that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, and um, that's what that's what your dad was pointing out too. I mean, he's the one that's been telling me to, to do that to to send you there. Sounds good. All, All right. right, Russ. Thanks, Russ. Thanks, thanks so much for calling. It's always good to talk to you. Take care. Take care. All right. Um, you know, yes. I was reviewing my chapter on my onion peeling, uh-huh. and it's very interesting. I had we we were talking about this the other day that it's time to reread our book. Oh yeah. Because we haven't read it in a long time. I wrote um, it, but I don't. We, I haven't we read wrote it. it. Right, we <laughs> haven't read it in a very long time, and in fact, we're talking about doing an audio version of it. So yeah, we're going to have to read, read it. it. Then, yeah. And you know, it's been well. We wrote it in ninety. Well, we published in ninety nine. So we were writing it from ninety eight. I you, started, you started in nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven. I of right. course did mine in four weeks. Shortly after your mom <laughs> passed. That's right. I wrote for a year and a half, and then That's right. I kept saying every time you'd come home from work, I'd say, I'm, I've been writing today, got <laughs> half a chapter done, got four sentences, don't know, you know, don't know where I'm going. And then now, you kept saying, we're going to publish a book, and I kept yeah, saying, yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah. And then one day I came home, and you had an outline taped to the wall. Right beside my chair. Uh, so I could and I time. looked at it, and I said, hmm. That looks like a book. And that was just the first draft yeah. of an so, outline. Anyway, for those of you that um, have read our book and liked it, we appreciate that because it it validates us mm-hmm. and gives us the reason to write the next book and keep going and, and do this show and know that the information that we are passing on to you is helpful, and that's why we do these readings. And last but January, my onion peep, my onion peeling. Wait a minute. Last what? January, we said we're going to have our new book out by the end of the year. That's right. Oops. Oops. Well, we didn't say which year. We are going. <laughs> it will be out by the summertime. We, no, we promise you that. Okay. So, however, Your my, onion my onion peeling was uh, a process, and it really started during the retreat that I went to with Alan Cohen in Hawaii in 95. Um, it was early 95. Man, it just it just changed me. And we say to people all the time, we talk about walk-ins. And when you come back and people say, you've changed, what's mm-hmm. different? Yeah. I to- my onion peeling totally changed me. I wasn't the onion with the skin on the, and the stuff on the outside anymore. I got to the sweet spot. And when I came back, it was like uh, my practice, my, my demeanor in court, everything uh, changed. And I talk about that in the book, and yes, it was interesting. <laughs> um, it was very interesting. So I invite you, if you haven't read our book, read it. I mean, talk about a blatant plug, but that's what the onion peeling is all about, somebody because it will you change came, you. Somebody after you came back wasn't happy that you were a metaphysical uh, traffic magistrate either, did they? <laughs> <laughs> I became a lot of, I, yeah, I started practicing metaphysics in the courtroom which was interesting it was great for for, uh uh, mediations however Mm 
But anyway, tell us about your own onion peeling story. It's We'd love to hear those stories. And how has studying metaphysics changed your life? You know, what's I, you it know, done for you? Because it, it is, it's, it's searching your soul, finding your soul self, finding your reason for being here. Finding you. Exactly. Searching and finding you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know... Getting it, to the real you. And looking for signs along the way that you're going in the right direction. And one of the big signs that I got before we before we met that day the day that we met that afternoon i was spending some time with uh with uh, my friends in baltimore lori who's uh not here tonight on she's usually in the chat room at t- different times lori and her and then boyfriend greg and uh they met me at the airport and she she and greg kind of uh kidnapped me for the day <clears throat> And I found a crystal, and I talk about it in the book. And the crystal was one, we went through this whole process, and I didn't know anything about crystals. And so Lori told me, she goes, you've got to feel the energy of the crystal. And I went, what do you mean? And she's going, okay. And she explained a few things, and I, I sat there and went, okay. She says, just feel something, if you feel something at all, uh, that's your crystal, you'll know. So I took the crystals, and I went through, I probably went through, 15, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was at a little store, and I can't remember. It's called the Earth Store or something like that. I know. We went back <clears> to that store. Yeah. You, you took me to that and store. And I, cool. I picked up this one crystal, and I was like, oh, my God. And I set it down, and I went, wow. I don't know what that was, but I grabbed a different one, and there was nothing. I went back, grabbed that one. It was like a tingling that went up my arm. It went up my arm and straight into my heart chakra and out the other side. And I just went, this is mine. It was like $15. But it was a, it had a straight piece on it, and then a little crook off the side, so it fit right into my hand like a, a like a pistol grip almost. Had a little thing over the top. You used that crystal for readings for years. Oh, I did. I carried it with me. I I, I uh, infused it with my energy. <clears throat> but before I got a chance to do that, we were driving down the road and heading for uh, the retreat to to meet you. And I just was thinking about everything, and I was thinking about all the things that had happened. We went to um, that restaurant where, you know, a piece fell off in my hand. Mm-hmm. We bought, I bought a crystal. We're driving along, and there's a guy standing over a body, and, and I'm talking to Lori, and I'm going, I wonder what the guy's standing there for in front of that body. And she goes, yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't it? And Greg looks at us and goes, what per- person, what guy? And he goes, the guy standing at the end of that that sheet with the under the bo- with a mm-hmm. body under it, because it was a bad car accident. Somebody had died, and she, he goes, "What person?" And Lori and I are looking at each other, going, "Okay, <laughs> we got it." And it was like a, a, an opening there. And then the next thing was, I'm holding this crystal, <clears throat> and Lori says, "Let me see your crystal." So I hand it to her. She's playing. Oh, look how it glints in the sunlight. And I went, yeah, and I held it up in front of the car, and I'm moving it, and all of a sudden, there's a big U. And I, and I went, or no, I, it was it was, a it was love, L-U-V. Mm-hmm. And I said, look at this. And they they both looked at it, and they went, I said, what do you see? And they go, love. I said, spell it. And they go, L-U-V. And I'm going, oh, my God. 
And Greg goes, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? I said, I didn't. The crystal did. <laughs> and I turned it over, just moving it back and forth, and there was a big U. And I went, you love you. You kept turning it back and, and, and forth. It back and forth. And so that was my confirmation of all of this onion peeling that had gone before, that I was finding the person to love. And I love me. And you came to the retreat and that was the peeled away step. a few more layers. That was the final peeling. Because I would not have been drawn to you. No, no. You and I would not have been able to been seen the true self in each other Mm-mm. without that onion peeling. It had to be because clear. we had Mm-mm. to like ourselves first mm-hmm. before we could like each other. Because we see that reflection in each other's eyes. That's it, yeah. And, and that's so important. We had this conversation with someone the other day. Colleen. Colleen. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yes. And it was it's just so important. And yeah. she's at that point in her life now where she loves herself. And she's content and happy with who she is. And she was able to then meet her mate. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how it works, exactly. folks. Okay, exactly. so if you love yourself, the person who is meant to be with you, your soul connection, your twin soul, will appear magically. Will just be there because it's that soul connection that you're drawn to each other if your soul connection is in the same place. Also, it doesn't mean that you have to go through an onion peeling. It just means that what you're doing is getting through the layers of your soul to figure out who you really are. If, you're, if you've been going through life and you've loved yourself all of your life, you've got no worries. You know, you just, just, you just be, just be. And, but if you're going through those things and you're digging through stuff that, that you know that I don't know why I'm doing this, uh, but I know that I, I'm going to feel. I know that I'm going to feel better after it. That's that's what I, we call an onion peeling. Is you dig through the crap. It's like the optimist optimist versus the pe- pessimist. <laughs> you know, the, the pessimist comes into his room at Christmas time and there's tens of presidents and he's opening. Oh, here's an Xbox. I don't. Oh, here's a, a scooter. Here's a car. I mean, you know, all this good stuff. You know, really cool. And the pessimist and goes, nothing pleases him. Pessimist. You know, and the. And the optimist goes into his room. He's got a pile of horse manure. And he just jumps in and starts digging through it. And he goes, where there's manure, there's got to be a pony. You know, (laughs) it's like that optimism. You dig through the crap for the pony. That's that positive attitude. So love yourself and your twin soul will appear and love you too. All right. Let's go to the next call in uh, area 605. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hi there. What's your name Hello. and where are you calling from? Uh, this is Alicia from South Dakota. Hi, Alicia. How are you? Pretty good tonight. It's cold here in South Dakota, but I'm doing good. Well, good. I don't think... Are you guys getting all that snow? Uh, we did a couple weeks ago. We got a bunch of snow and blizzards and negative 55 degree temps at night. Oh. So. Ooh. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold. Hold on a second. You just said. You just rattled that off like it was an everyday. Negative fifty-five. Thing. Negative fifty-five <laughs> degrees. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm cold just thinking about it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You can go outside with a, like a t-shirt that's wet, and then it'll freeze within like less than two minutes. Wow. wow. Whoa. Well, okay. stay inside and stay warm. 
right. I'm and, trying. And, boy, everybody on that East Coast, they're getting hammered. And the rule is don't go outside wearing a wet T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> don't go running in it or else you'll be frozen right. to your well, T-shirt. I'm glad you're inside and warm and uh, have Internet available to you. I so do what too. can we do for you, Alicia? Um, lately I've been uh, thinking about, like, my health because I've uh, – Dieted, I've dieted a lot. I've had the lap band surgery, and I basically feel like I've tried everything. And I'm on doing something now uh, with dieting. It's called like Metafast, and you eat like these prepaid, pre-made meals. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I just don't feel like I'm getting healthy. Um, I feel like I've done everything, um, and I feel that even though I feel something big is going to come up, I feel like. For that to come up, I have to take care of myself first, even if it's going to affect other people and it's going to make a change in my family. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, In the diets you've done, did you follow them to the T, do exactly as they said, and and not stray? I've done Weight Watchers. The lab band surgery I followed to the T, and then I got in with, like, a wrong group of people and just kind of, like, went off track. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I've done uh, one that is called Yoli, and I did it for months, and to me, I just didn't like it. I didn't like how it made me feel. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've I've tried, like, the exercising, and that seems to help because I feel feel a little bit more rejuvenated. Yeah, well, like I'm not. Diet and exercise, diet and exercise are you know are the are the main things to constantly uh, keep the weight off. Um, There was a product that we we used at one point, and um, it can be on the expensive side at times. But but if it's if it's a situation where you want to get healthy, you want to feel right, and you want to learn how to eat right, it's got all your nutrients. It's got all the nutrients. It's got everything. You take like two shakes a day and and you do a sensible meal in the middle, and then you do your exercise at the same time. And we lost, uh, I lost 50 pounds, but I'll tell you what happened. The key for me was prior to, to using this product, I, um, and I, I'm not going to mention the name right now, but uh, I personally was sick with a cold uh, every two or three months, I'd get sick for a week. And well, not only that, you're diabetic and you and were I'm on full insulin. I'm diabetic and I was on insulin and, and my insulin was out of control. Uh, and I went on it and bam, instantly, I mm-hmm. felt better. I started losing weight. I lost 50 pounds in the first six months and it was and it was gone. And I haven't been sick since I started using that, and now we've we've tapered it off to quite a bit, but we're using a little once in a while. But it's it's not something that um, we got away from it, yeah. and we need to get back to it mm-hmm. also. And you know, every once in a while you can go back, and then you, you get a rejuvenation, and you lose some weight that you put on. But it, it's a really good product. It's one of those multi-level things, and we don't do that part of it. But if you're interested in it, we can talk to you later. We can put you in touch with the yeah, people that would be able to help it. you with it. <clears throat> and okay. it's, it's, it really works. If you follow it, that's why I asked you first. If you can follow a program and you can follow this for a period of time, I guarantee you it will work. And you will feel 10,000% 10, better. Are you in the chat room, Alicia? No, I'm not currently. Okay. No. Uh, email me, um, Alice 
at messagesfrombeyond.com and email me with your phone number and I will get you in touch with the right person. Yeah. Okay? And, and it's it's a healthy option, and it really, really works. I've, I checked it out psychically first. The yeah. first time Alice was talking to uh, the person that we, we, we signed up for this with, um, I walked in the room, and she goes, I want to talk to you, but I, I, I want to do it. I knew instantly. And it was the only thing that I've ever done that absolutely worked. So. So. And then I Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, email me and uh, uh, during the show, and I'll I'll get all that information to you. Awesome, definitely. Or after and I have another question. Like, um, you guys like talk about how like, your twin souls. How mm-hmm. do we know when we've met our twin soul? Like, because mm-hmm. I know I feel like I haven't met him. You can't not know? know. You can't okay. not know. Um, think of. In your mind's eye, think of the perfect relationship for you. The person that would make you go, okay, I'm home. I mean, uh, that's the only way I can describe it. Perfection. That's it. It's not, it's not like any other relationship. Like most relationships you go into, you have to work really hard at making the relationship work. You know what I mean? A twin soul relationship takes no effort. It takes no effort. You fall it's, into it comfortably. There's there's a little bit of work later on just in in uh, adjusting to a, to a regular life. But when you first meet that person, it's euphoria. Yeah, for you know, we go in, I always say you go into a honeymoon period for uh, a long time, and then when you come out of the honeymoon period, it's like okay, this is my best friend. You know. And, um, it's always a comfort it's, level. It's, it's just comfortable. It's you feel safe. You feel secure. You feel like um, you found the person that you're going to be with forever. When you meet your twin soul, you mm-hmm. will not. Ha- you won't have any feelings of Del- anxiety, jealousy, jealousy fear, doubt. doubt. It's just that comfort level, and and it doesn't even matter if the person was not the best spouse or mate before no. he meets you. Uh, mm-hmm. When you get together, all of that cheating or problems that they may have had in another relationship go away because they've been searching mm-hmm. for you. They don't exist mm-hmm. anymore. Right. And you don't have to mm-hmm. walk on eggshells. It's just automatic comfort. You finish each other's sentences. You have the same thoughts. You hold hands for 18 years. You hold hands for 18 years. (laughs) I mean, that's what we've been doing. Um, There's nothing that I can describe that you will understand that will even compare to what the feeling will be when you meet that person. It's kind of like being pregnant. You can't describe it to anyone else. It's Mm -hmm. your own... um, Experience. So, in other words, you definitely can't explain it to a male either. No, and, and no one, no one can understand what that feels like until you go through it. And a male can't under, can't explain it either. No, because never. Because in most cases, most men are in their head and not in their heart. To be able yeah. to get the point where that twin soul male comes together with the other twin soul. Whether it be male or female, doesn't matter. But a male person 
usually is in the head, in the logic, in the, you know, manipulation and making the deal and making, you know, hunter, the gatherer, the person that goes out there and seeks things. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, the feminine side of our, our nature is in the heart. That's when, when women get mixed the, um, the, the head and the heart together, they become executives at corporations. They become very, very um, successful business people because they're in the, in the logical uh, masculine side of themselves more than the feminine side, but they are still in the feminine, so they understand that side. I mean, I don't know how to describe it that, but when a male comes into a, a twin soul relationship like that, yeah. they have to be in the position where I'm at where they can recognize it. Because the fear will be there too much. And they can't. The other thing is, is that's important about twin soul relationships is it's unconditional love. There is no condition set upon it. Okay, if you do this or if you be this kind of person, then I'll love you. No, that's not it. I love you. What kind of person are you? Here, here you are. This is who you are. That's who I, that's who I love. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts. Um, if, you're, if you're overweight, and you meet your twin soul, he's not even going to see it. He won't even know that you're overweight. He won't even see it. All he will feel is the soul, the, exactly. con- the connection. And that's why when, when I hear people worried about their weight, about meeting their twin soul, that's one thing you don't have to worry about. I mean, absolutely don't. You do have to worry about it for your health to be right. able to be around to meet the twin soul. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but meeting somebody, it's not going to stop that. So, when am I going to meet that person? (laughs) Good question. (laughs) Tuesday at 3 p.m. No. (laughs) In Times Square. You will will know when you meet that person. And I'm going to give you one more hint. Stop looking. You don't have to look. Stop looking. Stop worrying about it. Just go on about your life. It will happen. And you heard what we were saying earlier. Are you okay with you? Are you okay with who you are? Do you love yourself enough to be able to have that reflection shown in someone else's eyes? Yeah. I'm currently content, kind of, where I'm at, but I know I'm not, like, happy with certain aspects of my life. But, Mm -hmm. like, as far as, like, my school going, to me, I'm, I'm satisfied with that. All right, let me ask you, I'm going to ask you the question of the year. If you can answer to this question, if you have the answer to this question, um, you're where you need to be. Can you go into the bathroom, take mm-hmm. off all your clothes, stand in mm-hmm. front of a mirror, look at yourself in the eyes, and say, I love you, and not go, oh, God, what am I saying, or fall on the floor laughing, or get embarrassed, or go, oh, Jesus, what am I thinking? Mm-hmm. Can you do that? No, if, I know if I tried right now, I'd probably start crying. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so the thing you have to understand is that will be your barometer from this point on. If you can look yourself in the eyes and say, and really truly love the person that's there, I don't care what weight you are, what, uh, what, how skinny you are, um, how tall you are, how short you are, how good looking you are, how ugly you are. It doesn't matter. If you can look at the soul of that person and truly love who's in that, that mirror looking back at you, 
you've reached the point of satisfaction and you reach the point where you're able and and ready to receive a twin soul's unconditional love because you have to love yourself unconditionally. In other words, you have to love that person no matter what they look like, what they feel like mm-hmm. in the mirror. Yes. That's and Great. that's what I that's what I would say for you to strive for is that. And there's one book that can help you answer a lot of questions on that, and that is Conversations mm-hmm. with God, book one. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I'm sitting here today and able to look at myself in the mirror and truly love the person that's there. That started it all. That was the key. There you go. So, uh, All right. Well, thank you both. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Good luck, Alicia. And be sure thank and send you. me an email, and I'll get that information to you. Yep, definitely will. Thank you, Alice and Dennis. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. All right. Um, we got a caller who, whose call dropped earlier, so um, uh, Michael, he had to call back into the queue, so go ahead and take his call oh, next. Oh, man, he's Here really you pushing it. <laughs> hey, Michael. You know you're really pushing it, Michael. <laughs> Welcome. And here I was about to say that I'm so glad on behalf of all of us, welcome back on a speedy recovery. <laughs> really, really, really. <laughs> Thanks. Well, yeah, That's right. You, you were you were sick. That's yeah, right. I was, yeah. I was sick. Oh, he was yeah, I forgot we were off. He was uh not feeling Time well. Time passes when you're feeling crappy. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. I Real bet. hard to do a radio show when he's not yeah. feeling well. Yeah, oh, exactly. Really not a fun one. So what's happening? Well, you know, um, while you were sick, I went and took a written test. Uh-huh. Hey, Michael, and did, you, did we just miss your birthday? Yes, you Happy did. birthday. Happy birthday. I just, Happy when, was it the 24th? Am I, exactly. Am I correct? Wow. You're so good. I, I have a thing about dates. I'm, I'm, that's my thing. Happy belated birthday. That's right, because we didn't do a show that week. Um, yeah, you did gotta, not. And I was like, oh, man. Um, I, yeah, I just so, remember because we're Aquarians. She's got a lobster yeah, trap mind. Yeah. She's got a yeah. lobster trap mind. She you goes in and you can never get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember everything he did for the last 18 years and won't let him forget it. Exactly. Hey. <laughs> well, happy, I know happy the feeling. Day. What can we do for you tonight? So, you know, this, this is what um, last Tuesday I, I took this written test and uh, – I, well, by the time I got home and checked my email, I had received an email that was telling me I did not go through. You know, I didn't make it. So I'm like, oh, wow. So that was the quickest response I ever heard of. Wow. Whatever, you know. Yeah. About 4.30 later on that day, I get a phone call telling me to show up for my hands-on test. So, you know, I'm thinking, yeah. okay, so, yeah, so what's going somebody on? somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm thinking, I say, wow, so, you know, what's going on here? Did, you know, because they did say it was a brand new test and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I'm kind of, like, like leery about it. And um, Probably wondering if you want to work for this company, right? <laughs> it's, it's a school district, you know, and, and that's exactly yeah. the first thing I'm, I started thinking. I said, wow, you know, I mean, I know it's it's new and whatever. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> my uh, – my question is, I mean, was it something that, that went wrong? Or, or I mean, how, how can someone who basically did not pass a test be invited to move on to the second part? Well, it feels like to me that somebody hit a wrong button somewhere and sent, the, sent it to, to the wrong person. 
sent the results uh, uh, the wrong person. So you so you got a call. You know, don't question it. I was going to say, don't Go remind them. The, don't no, question yeah. them. Don't have them look up anything. Just no. show up for your hands-on test. Show up for your hands-on. Don't worry about it. Okay. No, because I do have a hands-on coming up on the 20th, and that is, that I'm looking forward to. That I I am like, uh, you know, giving my hopes high, if you would. Did this you, one, did, I'm, did you did I'm you sorry. actually set a, did you actually set a hands-on time for this one? Oh yeah, yeah. Tomorrow I have to be there at ten for these people, and on the twentieth I have to be there uh, at ten o'clock for the other okay. the other agency. Yeah, well, and I'm looking it, forward to that one. Yeah, cool. It looks like you know, it looks like they're both good. So. Okay, so you feel positive yeah. about them. Now, I yeah, didn't want to ask you a question. Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just no, feel, I really, really, you... I feel really good about the two. We have a delay going on here for some reason. So we're on we're on Skype, sorry. <laughs> okay, I understand. Uh, um, something I've been wanting to ask you is how much longer do you see me living in the same place or basically moving into a new house or, you know, going to a new place? since San Francisco is no longer in this. Um, well, here, here's a question for you. Are you in Long Beach now, or are you in yes. a, a place north of that? You're not in Long, am, you're in Long Beach. Long Beach? No, I'm in Long Beach still. And is this this job, is it north of you? Up to, like up 55, up 55 toward like where 60 comes across? Uh, the one's actually off to 60. The one for tomorrow is off to 60. It's actually in Alhambra. Alhambra. So, yeah. So north, it, north and actually, that's actually north and, and toward uh, toward the east, isn't it? On exactly, 60? northeast of me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and the other one's north and then a little bit to the west? Oh, a lot to the west. A lot where's, to the west. At, where's it at? At the very end of uh, Route 66, to put it to you that way. Oh, okay. Santa Monica? Oh, yeah, there. Exactly. Wow. Wow, okay. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm really excited about that uh, um, because, I, you know, I mean, it, it's this is something I've been wanting to do for a while, work for them, and, and if this possibility goes through, and if you say that it feels good, then. Is this, this is uh, the one that's on the 20th, right? On the 20th, in, yes. In Santa Monica. But, and if I believe that's somebody's birthday, yeah, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna get an offer from both of them. Oh wow, awesome! Yeah, so um, so you, with the first one, it looks like you're gonna have to hold off for a while, giving an answer. There probably is gonna be a third interview, I would imagine, after you do a hands-on. There's another interview, right? Right. Yeah. We had, we haven't had any interviews yet. Uh, they might have it. There, depending how they do things, you know. But if not, sure. they just might have you do a test and then come back later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it looks like they're both positive. But Santa Monica. See, when I first started talking, I said fifty-five and sixty where they cross, and I think I was hearing sixty-six, and I just somehow arbitrarily missed it. Because when exactly. I hit, when, when you when you said at the end of Route sixty-six, I went, yeah. Oh wow, that yeah, feels okay. really good. So. Oh yeah, great, awesome. You know. Well, we'll see. Um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you know, I'm just wondering, like, how much longer am I going to be here? Well, I, again, I was saying was you were going to be moving north, and I and I didn't. I thought it was north and 
Well, north and west, that makes sense. That's that's towards Santa Monica, so it yeah. was really way way west. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think I think I I feel like the valley may be where you want to be. Oh, really? Yeah. Either the valley or or if if you go to Alhambra, you're going to be up there, up in that area. Oh, so it sounds so, so, okay. So it sounds like I'm going to be getting closer to wherever I'm working at. Yeah, yeah. Whichever way it goes, it feels like. But the valley really hit me really strong. Um, Ooh, wow. Where's that? Where's that? Uh, what is the name of that town? Santa. Um, just over the hill on 405. Barbara. Okay. Uh, we have Sherman Oaks. We have in Sherman Oaks. That's it. Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks area, and east of there maybe. Okay. Okay. So that's going towards Van Nuys. Wow. Awesome. Okay. Great. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, we have some friends we can we can introduce you to up there in metaphysics. Goalie. That's where. Oh, cool. That's right. She's in yeah. Van Nuys. Yeah. So. Awesome. We'll okay. have to do that. Thank cool. you. You bet. Thank you. All, All right, right I'll Michael. Best yeah. of luck to you. Thank you very okay. much. I'll, I'll let, let you know next week. Let us know what's week. going on. All, All right. right. Take Thanks. care. We'll see Take you later. Care. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, why don't we take one more call and then do a meditation? Okay, the, my, the engineers are not working very good. Oh, there you go. Okay. Un, there you go. Area code 817. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. You're on the air. Hi there. Hello, you guys. Oh, it's Sue. No. Keisha. It's yes. Keisha. Hey, oh, you know I get you. And, you always you, get them mixed you up. You and Sue, your energy is so. I'm gonna have to introduce you guys together because your her energy and your energy are so similar. It's like, okay, who is this? Keisha <laughs> in Texas. How are you? Yes, ma'am. I am so good. How are you guys? Nice show so far. So far, yeah. so good. I've been listening. Cool. What are you up to? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Nothing much. You guys always give me the clarification I need. I have so much going on. Oh, thank you. So what's going um, on tonight? Baby? baby? Oh, uh-huh. What? Baby? Well, let me answer. Oh, God. <laughs> you got a baby? Because that wasn't even my first question. Are you but pregnant? I remember asking you that. Right. And... I, uh, my my womanly cycle was a little late. Well, actually, it was like three or four days late, and I panicked. Um, but then it eventually came on about a couple or so days later, about three or four days later. And then it lasted like ten days. But I had took two tests when it was late, and they both came back negative. Well, after that, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm just stressing a little too much. And so it came. It lasted about ten days. And so I panicked because I said it normally doesn't do this. Then I came off, and now I'm bleeding on and off, and I'm not kind of sure why. Um, I'm not, I don't know if if it is a pregnancy because I don't feel pregnant, but I, I just feel something's going on with me. Here's what happened. Um, I feel like you were pregnant, and I feel like you're not. Uh, because when the pregnancy, when I first started talking, I felt pregnant, and then you started talking, and I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And um, I feel like there's a soul that wants to come over, but whatever um, body was being formed to start is gone. It, it was gone. That's what happened, and that's why you started bleeding. And I think you're, I think you're still 
going through the process of cleansing and your body's cleansing all of that out. So your emotions have been going up and down, right? They've been going crazy yes, off the chart? Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Yeah. And I so, actually so, pray for this not to be a time to bring a baby just right now. I do want another one, just mm-hmm. not right now. Well, and, and the, the thing is, is you and that soul are working con- together in conjunction with each other. But it gives you a wake-up call. And I think the reason it happened is because you needed a wake-up call about what's going on in your life right now and what direction you're going and where do you want to be because um, time is coming now when you're going to be wanting to start a family again. And I think that is because somebody else is coming into your life. But it says be ready because this wasn't the right time. This wasn't the right person either. So. Okay. Have you been with somebody for a little while? Um, yeah, I have. How long? Uh, it's been about three months, almost going on four. Okay. Is he? The, was he the possible father? Then the, 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 Yes. At, okay. The reason I asked, I just wanted to make sure there wasn't anybody else you had dated in the in the interim. Um, that person just doesn't feel like he's the right one for you right now. I I, I hate to tell you that, but I have to. Because oh, wow. what's happening, it's like right before the craziness starts, this is going to happen. And uh, it's like, I know there's, there's a lot of stuff that you like about this person, but there's a lot of stuff that you're not bringing up to the forefront that reminds you of your previous uh, relationship. Right? Right. You know, what I, you know the things I'm talking about? that you've noticed that you're really not, they're not really, you're not really acknowledging, but you know they're there and it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to overlook that for now. Maybe things will change. I can fix him, right? Right, right, right. You you can't fix him, okay? You can't fix (laughs) what's there. He is who he is. He's going to be who he is. That's okay. Honor that in him. And the other thing is, is understand that when this person comes along, this new person that you're supposed to be with, uh, that relationship you're in now is going to just kind of float away. So I'm not saying get out of the relationship right now because he's Mr. Right Now. He's have fun, enjoy, but understand that you're going to start noticing those things that you don't like in someone that don't work for you, and they're going to get bigger. It's going to be like a little itch that starts on the bottom of your foot, <laughs> and you can't scratch it because you just kind of ignore it and you keep walking. And all of a sudden it gets to the point where it's so irritating, you finally have just to rip your shoe off and scratch the darn thing and take care of that itch, right? And then you put your shoe yeah. back on and you walk on down the road. That's what's going to happen to you right now. So um, just know ahead of time. But okay. the good news, the good news is... <clears throat> It's a very short time that you're in this relationship from this point on till this other person comes slamming into your life. It won't be like, uh, oh, hi there. Hi, nice to meet you, Keisha. No, it's going to be like, hi, nice to meet you. Who are you? (laughs) That's what you'll be saying. Awesome. Okay. Oh, 
okay. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. There are there are just some minor things that kind of remind me of Michael mm-hmm. a little bit. Not cheating, but no, there no. are some some kind no, of I... minor things that are kind of similar that I said, okay, let me just overlook for now. Do you know the uh, the idea? You know what an iceberg is, right? Right. Okay. You know what the really important thing about an iceberg is that you need to really be aware of? What's underneath? 90% of that iceberg is underwater. It's what you can't see. You can't see it. That's that's the old Uh, saying. It's the tip of the iceberg means uh, there's trouble below. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Those are the things you're noticing right now. Those are the things that when we come together with somebody, remember I talked about earlier the, the, the honeymoon period? Right, right. Well, the, the honeymoon period is where all of that stuff that's of an iceberg is only going to show you the 10% that, oh, isn't this pretty? Oh, I used to always say every relationship should be like the first three weeks. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, man. <laughs> so, yes. So what's happening is right now you're in that spot where you're starting to notice those things and they're starting to become that itch that you got to scratch. And that 10%... Like poison is, ivy? It could be. It could be. <laughs> or just a really bad rock and irritation in your shoe. <laughs> but but again, I again, it. I got the positive part is is that because you're going through that kind of a thing, Right after it, they're going to give you a nice reward of love and unconditional love. So there you go. Awesome. Okay? Awesome. Awesome. Well, I just have a small minor question. Please answer yeah. this for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been going back and forth with you about State Farm and about when they offered me the job and the amount of pay was kind of low. Well, I did attempt to negotiate with them, and they just was not willing to budge. So I just kind of felt that maybe I'm just jumping into something right now, and I just didn't think it was probably feasible for me to go somewhere where I'm getting paid lower and I'm getting paid as much as I'm getting paid now. So I thought that maybe the best thing for me to do was just to stay at Sprint and wait. Do you um, think that that would be a good decision? I totally agree. Because the one that's going to take you away from there hadn't shown up yet, that's all. Okay, okay, that's what I kind of felt too. The key, okay, the well, key, well, the key to it all, though, is is you have to look uh, at inside inside you. Is this going to make you, is this going to help you in any way? Is this going to make it, is, is it going to emotionally be better because of the people you're working with? Is it going to be financially better? Or is it going to be both? Or is it, you know, is it going to be uh, economically better for me to do it? And if you can't answer yes to all of those, then it's not right, the right change because you already have a good job, you're in a good place, and you're making money. The big right. test, if you, if you really want to give it the psychic ability test, and I've done this before uh, for other people, you take a coin mm-hmm. and you label one side State Farm, you label the other side Sprint, and then you flip it in the air, but before you flip it, before you look at the results, you sit down and say, okay, I'm going to put all of my faith, my 100% of my whole being into the faith, into this coin, that this coin is going to direct me correctly. And then you take that coin and you flip it up in the air 
And when it comes down, you pay attention to how you felt at that moment. Like if it came up, let's say you were to flip the coin, Keisha, and it came up uh, State Farm. How would you feel? Like, let me flip it just one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just one more time. <laughs> I don't know. How would you I feel? I really don't know. Would you feel disappointed? I, I, I guess a little. I don't, oh, God, I'm so confused. Yeah. I don't well, know. Well, the key is do it on your own and sit down and say, okay, and commit to yourself, I'm going to do this. And then if, if it comes up State Farm, you, you pay attention to how you're feeling at that moment. If it's a, a negative or if it's a positive, it's like, oh, God, you know, I'm kind of glad I, was, uh, I should have done this before. Then that's your psychic ability telling you this is the way to go. Exactly. It's giving you your soul's reaction. Yeah, your soul reaction. It's that honest gut feeling of, oh, no, or, oh, yippee. Yeah. You know, which is it? Um, you know, it's that instant reaction, which is your soul telling you, yes, that's what I'm supposed to do. But you have to commit totally to the coin. And now when you're done, well, though, of course, you have to say, okay, I understand where I need to go now because you're going to go with where you felt the best about. And I think, and I think you already answered the question anyway. The best for you is to stay where you're at until the next opportunity comes along. I'll tell you, that coin toss never fails. It never fails. You will always know where your head's at and where your soul is at. It'll, it'll show you. So most I'm of the time... I'm going to do that to as well. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, then let we'll let you go. But the key is commit. Whichever side comes up, that's your commitment. Uh, And then if if it's if it just gives you oh no, that's your soul telling you oh no. And at that point, you don't have to commit. You don't do it. Okay. But that's what your. It's just getting you in touch with your emotions. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I'm gonna try that. Thank you, guys. Cool. Take All care. Right, Good care. to talk to you always. You too. All right. Bye. 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 All right. Oh, Miss Joni B says we all overthink everything too much. That's yeah, right. We do. We that's do the key. It. You know. And that's what. And that's what. That's what this cuts through to the bottom. What's that red thing on your computer bouncing? Oh, it's just oh. Adobe. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but that's the key to to um, getting in touch with with your soul and cutting through all of that garbage, that overthinking. Cause I mean, we do, if you're, if you're, if you're prone to overanalyzing, you're going to overanalyze too much. Oh, if you're not prone to overanalyzing, you overanalyze anyway. Of course. We always do. But if you can take this and just throw it up and get in touch with the emotions that are in you, inside you, you'll know exactly what you're, what you're supposed to do. You'll know exactly where you're supposed to go. We used it a couple nights ago and a couple friends of ours. Exactly. And what happens? You know, they go, oh, okay. Exactly. And, and the one way this person thought they were supposed to go, uh, turns out that that's not what her soul was telling her. So her soul was telling her, go the other way. Go the, go with what's, what you have now, not with what may be down Right. The road. But until you get in touch with that feeling, you're going to overthink it or oh, you're going to go with your head, always. not your heart. And longest 18 inches in the world between you the head bet. and your heart. <laughs> Speaking of time and distance, yes. it's time to do a meditation. 
I think everybody needs to get in touch with your soul connection. Maybe uh, figure out how you're going to do your own onion peeling, how to get in touch with your true self. So we're going to do a quick, um, our eight-minute meditation. Mm -hmm. This is called Raising Your Soul's Vibration, um, and it will allow you to raise your vibrational level, ask your spirit, guides and loved ones on the other side to lower theirs so that you can communicate somewhere in between and keep that level of vibration going so you can be in touch with your soul self and it's so so important and you can do this meditation anytime anywhere you can just listen to it during the archives or they're all available during our um on uh what's it on iTunes or Amazon? iTunes, Amazon, either one. iTunes, Amazon, and no, just, Amazon. Amazon. Just search "Messages from Beyond" all of, or go to our website, messagesfrombeyond.com. Click on meditations. You can sample all the meditations, and uh, they're only ninety-nine cents a track. So, right. uh, as an MP3, it'll be an automatic download to your computer. We hope you enjoy this. So, this is you're listening. Your soul's vibration, and and uh, there's a couple instructions I need to give before you sign us off. Here. Okay. Uh, the main one is there's three breaths at the beginning. Take those three breaths and play with them. Count to five and let them out, and then just listen to each prompt. When you hear a prompt, repeat it in your head and. Uh, and allow it to work. So, And those of you that are holding on the phone, continue to hold. We'll get back to you at, after the break. And you're listening to Messages from Beyond with Dennis and Alice Jackson. And we'll be right back. cycles.
50,000 cycles. One hundred thousand cycles. Two hundred thousand cycles. Five hundred thousand cycles.
faster. Two trillion. Ten trillion. Hundred trillion cycles. Continuing. Five hundred trillion. Continuing on at your own pace. Higher and higher. Just cruising. carries you ever faster connecting with the other side Messages from Beyond. I'm Dennis Jackson. And I'm Alice Jackson, and you were just listening to one of our meditations called Raising Your Soul's Vibrations. Mm-hmm. Oh, so tell us what you think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of mellowed out I here am, a little I bit. Am too. It's really, you know, usually we don't, uh, when we play that over the break, we don't really sit and listen to it. And we did. We, we listened to it and meditated with it tonight, and it felt really good. So, um, so. How do you feel about, we were talking about onion peeling, mm-hmm. and do you feel like you're completely peeled, or do we always have well, I think, I think a process to go through? stuff to go through. I think we're always, always learning, especially when we come from the other side with no agenda. It's like, we come in here, we forget everything we've already planned, so we don't really know what's coming up, but I know, and I feel, I feel like we just constantly are growing, and that's part of growth is part of peeling. <clears throat> and I guess what I what I went through what I, I what I should have named it was my spiritual onion peeling, <laughs> because spiritually to get to the point where I had my spiritual awakening. Actually, I think I had the spiritual awakening, and then I started going through the onion peeling sure. for for sure. Um, but I think we're always being tested we're always given things that make us think make us work a little bit make us emotionally try to strive forward and even though we went through our onion peeling we met in june when i moved uh to miami in august uh, that year we sat down and had a had a discussion and and um a long long discussion about everything and decided we'd give it 90 days right. to see how it would work. And, and if it didn't work, then I would go home and, and we'd go back to our regular lives, which we knew wasn't going to happen anyway. <laughs> um, 
and I and you said uh, to me, I, I'll never forget it. We were sitting there going, "Well, what are you going to do?" And I said, "Well, I think I'll, you know, go into my computers like I was and uh-huh. and start working on my psychic stuff and and continue that." And you said, "Why don't you just be a psychic? That's what you are." And I went, "Okay, but I got to make a living." You said, "Well, we'll work that out. We'll, we'll make that happen." And, but you need to be, you need to be true to yourself. And because of that, you allowed me the room to stretch mm-hmm. and to express myself. And in fact, you and threw, that will you not threw me stifle. the lions, too. Yeah. Well, uh, <clears throat> you know, not stifle <clears throat> yourself. No, and not not hold back, not feel like I was being pushed to do something, you know, to do regular work. Because you had a good job, mm-hmm. and you could feed us and put you had a roof and all mm-hmm. that stuff, which gave me the opportunity to do that. And I And I still did computer work and what's interesting is it totally totally out of character for me oh i know totally i know to be able to do that and i mean i you know i i don't know where that came from the soul knew it wasn't me talking no it was the soul talking and and then 90 days later we sat down and and you said we're doing you're doing a really good job and i and i think i'm still here and i'm and i'm still here so we continued on but you said okay the next step is was it in August that you did that, or was that later, three months later? Was that? That was August. That I was the beginning. It was August when you, you introduced me to Susan. Yeah, it? you had your first psychic fair yeah, in you September. Said, you said, and to show you that I'm supporting you, I have a friend who puts on psychic mm-hmm. fairs every month, and I've talked to her, and she's willing to talk to you about doing something, and you had worked out a nice deal that I would, you know, that they wouldn't charge me for the table, which they charged mm-hmm. $50 for, and they were taking, was what, $15 for five minutes and right. they took five and I kept ten. <laughs> she says, well, we're not going to charge you for the table. And I sat there and I was not without someone in front of me for the entire time. Oh, we had there. 30 like people 20, that first day. Some, yeah, 30 some people. So, and they were afraid that people wouldn't come to me, but I knew the universe. Right. You knew the universe. We on the inside, we knew, but I mean, consciously, we were outside. Those were thinking. fun days. They were. It was great. They were fun. fun days. I think we need, need to go back to to do a psychic fair. That'd be fun. That'd or be fun. Or post one. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be fun. We'll yeah. have to talk. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, people have been asking me, you know, to give more information. Our website is messagesfrombeyond.com. And there's lots of stuff there. If you haven't been to our website in uh, a long time, um, there's a lot of new stuff there. It's been revised, updated, and it's really cool. It doesn't look like it used to. There's no stars anymore. No, it does not look like it used to. So um, it's fun. But there's meditations. There's a new um, video up that we just put up last week. But it's not in the video area. It's no, it's under, under readings. readings. If you go to the website, messagesfrombeyond.com, and go to readings, and then how to schedule a reading, and it's a new video of me. Mm-hmm. So you can see me telling you all about scheduling a reading. That's right. And the one thing I left out that we have to fix is uh, the one thing that I always tell people. The reason we did this video was so that when you call to schedule a reading, um, I can tell you to go to the website to look at mm-hmm. this information and you know become be more comfortable with how to prepare for your reading. But the one thing I left out, the most important thing, What's that? 
have a checklist. Usually your questions are answered before they're asked, but it's always a good idea to have a checklist so that you don't say at the end of the reading, oh, I forgot to ask that. That's right. So that's the most important thing. So we have to go back and fix that. But anyway, um, private readings, and we do telecircles, and our direct number is 877-595-4111. So with that, let's go back to the phones and take another call on area code 205. You're on the air. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. Hi there. Hi. How are you doing, guys? Good. How are you? What's your name and where are you calling from? This is Sue. That's Sue. Oh, hey, Sue. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> you knew Sue was going to be on the phone, didn't you? Did, yeah, I heard you guys. <laughs> did you hear our conversation? You guys yeah. Did, you guys, that's cool. And, cool that's so funny. You and Keisha, your energy is very similar. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about a different Sue when I heard my name. I said, oh, my oh no, no, it was you. Else. It was you. It was definitely you. What can we do for you tonight, Sue? <laughs> Well, I was just wondering. Just a minute. I was just wondering if you had any messages for me at all, because that's all I'm curious about. Um, now, where are you located now? You're not in Kansas anymore, are you? Birmingham. Um, no, you're in Alabama. Birmingham. That's what I thought. That's yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I have my talk- son with me. Wonderful. Yeah. I have my son. Yeah, because um, you know, I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it that he's with me 24/7 now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I I don't remember everything that would. I know that you went through a big battle for it, and and it's all positive. Now, do you have to stay in Birmingham? No, no, no. Um, what I'm I'm planning to move, but right now, uh, I'm getting things. I'm trying to uh, finish up with this master's degree. I'm trying to get my um my master's in special ed education before I leave, and and I also uh trying to i don't think it's going to happen this year uh through teaching what teach for america program i'm trying to go mm-hmm. through that too um, and uh, do you see anything for that maybe something will come up but if not it's okay i can you know get my master's in special I, ed- I, education i think there, there's a different path for you i don't think that's going to be in your path right now um i feel like the master's there but then you're going to be going moving somewhere and it's going to be north of where you're at i know that and it might even be more west and north but it's more north uh no i'm gonna take that back excuse me more east and north but it's definitely north of you now uh, the question i had earlier when we first talked to you the first time weren't you in kansas mm-hmm. long time ago yeah long remember time ago, i had yeah. to move here for um i had to yeah. go come here for the court case and Right. Exactly. So my attorney told me I had to come to Birmingham if I want, really wanted to get my son, and, and yes. I was so happy. My son's father acted like a fool in the courtroom. There you go, really and good. everything worked out perfectly, right? But you, but yeah. you can move, you can move out of state without any repercussions, right? Right, right. I have no good, problem good. there. Okay, here's what I want to tell you, and I don't know what it is about Cincinnati or the middle of the United States that's so big now but i feel like when you get done with your masters and and you go into the process of looking for work it's going to come from that direction it might be it might be cincinnati might be cleveland indianapolis um somewhere in the heartland though is a job that's pulling you wow okay so uh, I don't think it's down in Birmingham. I don't think it's anywhere near where you're at now. It feels like it's way north. I mean, way north. 
Um, Will I have a boyfriend, husband, or that's kind of odd, I think. <laughs> well, I think I think it's the job that takes you there first, okay. because it's such a good job. Because I don't know what your what I know you you said education of some sort, uh, special, special ed, ed, right? Right. Look at the things that are in in that heartland. Because it's like, that's really pulling you, and that pulls you there. And I think connected with that job is um, the one. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Somehow connected to the same kind of work you do is the one for you, and that's the one that's waiting for you to get your stuff together to get to where he's at. Okay. Okay. That really good. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I wouldn't you. even pay any attention to to relationships that come in and now just look at them as Mr. Right Now, you know. <laughs> you gotta, I, I have. You, gotta, I have. you just got to keep that attitude. It's Mr. Right Now. I'm having a good time. It's okay because it's every okay. relationship brings you a step closer to your Absolutely. twin soul. You know that. Absolutely. Yes. So you you have to kiss. Yeah, have to kiss a lot of frogs. Well, so. it's also <laughs> you. You may not know what you want, but you know what you don't want. And each relationship has a piece of the person that you're looking for. And then eventually, when you meet that person, you're going to say, "Aha! You're the one I've been searching for." Cements those wants and don't wants, for okay. sure. All righty. Okay. And all right, then. Have fun, that's all. And that comes from your guide, so. But how how old is your son, um, Sue? He's 10 now. He's 10. Good. I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, until you really find that person that you want to spend 100% of your time with, uh, enjoy your son. These are the the important years. Uh, So don't ever look back and say, I should have spent more time with my my family. It's important that you do that now. And know that the person that's going to be in your life will also accept your son as his own. Yes, that's that's the main thing for me. There's plenty of time. So So I'm going to tell you... Joy. Some guys can be okay with with uh, children and they'll tolerate them, but the feeling I have is the guy that you're going to connect up with is going to completely be accepting and just take him as his own and, and treat him like his own son, which is very cool and that's very rare that you're that yes. and your son will see the connection between you and and this person in your eyes and he'll feel that connection and he'll and he'll he'll adopt him too so. Can I tell you what my son told me one time? He said, please don't get a man like my father. That's what he told mm-hmm. me. He said, date yeah. him, but don't meet a man like my father. Please don't. That's what he there told me. Wow. The, the kids know. They so know. He, he will know, and he will he will adopt the person that you, you take into your life. So that's, okay. that's what he said. So enjoy. All right, Sue. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you again. Oh, oh you thank you for calling. It's wonderful to talk to you. Thanks for holding for so long. Okay. Bye bye. Take okay. care. Bye bye. Okay. You know, um, it's and, and we were talking. We were talking about Sue and, and Keisha. The, the energy. It's not the voice. It's not how they talk. It's not how they present. It's that energy that they have. Their energy is very similar. It's very very positive. Very upbeat. Up, you know, upbeat, moving forward. Life is great. You know, and they they got the world by the they're tail. They're cute. They're cute. They got the world uh-huh. by the tail right now. I love so you, it. I love it. You guys are still listening. We love you. So. <laughs> And they've been with us, gosh, since oh, since yeah. our Achieve Radio days. Exactly. All right, let's go to area code 630. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. You're on the air. 
Hello. Hi, this is Mia. I'm from Chicago. Hi, Alice. Hi, Hi Dennis. Hi, Hi Mia. Mia. How are you? What can we do for you tonight? Um, I was wondering if there's any messages either from my guides or my father. Are you Mia that used to be in in uh, California, or no? No, no. Okay. But All I right. like to move there. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I have to, and I, I, pardon me for asking, but is, are you of uh, Asian descent? Yes, I am. That makes sense because I got a man in my head who's Asian, and uh, he says he's your dad. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Is there a message from him? <laughs> uh, yeah, he says. Um, he says. Um, oh well, okay. He says, "Go with your heart." Because you know your head's messing you up right now. Hmm. Do you understand what he's talking about? What's going on in your head that's messing you up? Hmm. That's still. Um, well, I'm. I'm trying um, okay. to follow my heart. Okay. He's, I think it's a, it's just a supportive message. I don't think it's a. A, a directive message. It's just a supportive in what you're doing, because he says when you 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 were in your head before, and it was really messing with you. And I, I think it's about a relationship, and it's like, oh God, what do I do? What do I do? But your heart was saying to go this direction, and you didn't you didn't follow your heart. You stayed in your head, and you worried about and wondered about that situation for a long time. Do you understand which one I'm talking about? Yes. Um, for a moment, I was in, um, well, I was in a few um, relationships that huh. um, weren't good for me. And that's because I was afraid of being alone and, yes. Yes. and other issues. So um, right now, I'm no longer in those relationships. Yes, and that's perfect. So now, So now you can pay attention to your heart completely. And like you've been doing so far since getting out of those relationships and you're moving forward. And right now you're going to be faced with another decision where you're going to think you need to do it with your head. But you've got to pay attention to the instantaneous thought that you had as soon as you hear about what it is that's coming up. I don't know what it is. I'm just telling you ahead of time. Don't get caught up in overthinking it. Uh, I guess that's the theme tonight more so than even the (laughs) onion peeling is don't overthink it. As soon as you hear about it, the first instantaneous thought you had, the feeling you had that came into your soul, pay attention to that and don't ever, don't ever lose it because you'll overthink it and you go, well, you know, and it may be, oh, it's too far away. Uh, No, it's too many hours. Whatever excuse that comes up, after the initial thought is going to be your head trying to uh, explain a reason to not do something or a reason to do something. And that choice, that decision should be based on your heart and your heart will tell you instantaneously. Your head muddles around for a little while. (laughs) It's your psychic ability. It's your psychic self that's talking to you. It's like, for example, when you walk up to somebody and the instant you meet them, you shake their hand and it's like you're just kind of repulsed by the feeling of them. 
by the feeling of their energy, by the, the touch of the hand when you go to shake their hand. It's like, oh, my God, I just want to pull away. That's psychic ability. Or That's, the opposite. You're immediately attracted. And you feel that, that energy. Pull. You know, you can go, oh, my God, why do I know this person? And you don't want to ever let go of the hand because it's like such an intense, strong, positive connection. That's your heart talking to you. And then your head will go, oh, wait a minute, you're being over over uh, zealous here. You know, just because you haven't been in a relationship for a while, well, or you just haven't had a date It's for a also, while. it's your soul remembering yeah. that everything that you've selected be- to happen in your life before you got here. You've heard us talk about this before. It's It's that soul memory that you forget the minute you come into life. And your entire life is spent recalling all of the instances that you're and all of the experiences that you set up for yourself and that's when you have deja vu or you have that instant connection with people why why do you have best friends why do you choose some people to be your best friend and not another it's because that energy that connection Mm. that you're drawn to each other exactly and by the way, your dad says he likes the flowers. Did you get some new flowers or a new painting with flowers today? Um, well, I I do it in meditation. Oh, really? Yes. It's, Explain. It's, uh, um, well, when I'm meditating and I'm thanking, um, mm-hmm. I either hand a flower to the person cool. or, a, or a piece of fruit, something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Um, Very cool. Well, your dad says he, oh. likes, the, he likes flowers, so. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Did, did, um, the, well, I, um, do you, can you see the flowers? I was just, I'm just wondering if it's the right flower that I'm giving him. No, I, he says it doesn't matter. They're all beautiful. Whatever, you, whatever you choose will be perfect. You can't but have a wrong flower. He doesn't show me any flower, any particular flowers. Because I'll tell you what, the interesting thing is, even though you may visualize a certain type of flower, on the other mm-hmm. side, if if you go through my meditations, you'll see that the colors sometimes are so vibrant, and you can't describe the color itself. It's like a color that. We don't have in this physical spectrum. We have this certain, you know, the certain rainbow of colors that we have in our spectrum, in our eyes. But when we get out of our eyes and out of our head and, and we literally step out of our body to go to the other side, the colors that we feel and see, and, I, and I'm saying feel the colors. You can feel what the colors are. You can see vibrant colors that... Don't even register in our minds right now. You can't even imagine unless you are one of those people who has crossed to the other side during a uh, near-death experience or through a deep meditation where you've actually crossed the river, the bridge, into the other side to to the existence and, and been shown those in meditations. You wouldn't, most people won't understand colors being so vibrant. But that's what your dad's saying. The colors that you send him are perfect no matter what they are because when they appear over there, they take on a totally different shade. You follow me? Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. 
So it does, <laughs> well, it does, well, this is the first time I heard he's received flowers. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> well, it's it, he, he likes. He says he likes to surprise you. <laughs> oh well, well, what about the fruits? Have he been receiving the fruits too? Oh, the fruits are great, but you know what? You don't really taste them over there. Oh, okay, I see. Follow. <laughs> All right. So, when you when you think about fruits, uh, we have such we have taste buds that are in our physical body, but the tasting and the feeling that we do are with every sense that is uh, every sense other than our physical senses because the physical senses really don't carry over. The senses that we have on the other side are so much more so much more superior more superior so 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 superior well, it's also, to what we have here. They don't need the nourishment. No. But the flowers are beautiful. It's a nice gesture, whatever you're doing. Flowers, uh, fruit, doesn't matter. It's the important thing is the visual context. And it's the gratitude. And the gratitude. And the connection. So it doesn't matter. But he loves looking at the flowers. He also likes looking at the fruit because it has a different texture, too. So, oh. I, I got to ask you a silly question, but were you passing mm-hmm. pa- papayas and mangoes? I see oranges and tangerines. No, no, it's um, orange oranges. Oh, that's why I well, said Alice oranges. That's why I said that. oranges you and tangerines. The flowers. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um... <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I, I hand I hand one fruit or sometimes I'll bring um uh a basket of fruits. Oh cool. Nice. Absolutely. It's it, it, it's just whatever whatever comes up when I'm thanking him or thanking spirit <laughs> it it's all um vis- visualization. Did you That's have so a, nice. did you have a meditation and talk to your dad today? Um, I, I, I meditate every day, but I'm not sure who I'm meditating with. It's just uh-huh. like, I just, I just call whoever wants to be with me. Cool. Cool. Right. That's how I do it. Yeah. It's oh, whoever that's, that's wants cool. to come. Whatever it is, you know. Exactly. All right, Mia. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for being oh. part of our show tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Thanks for holding on yes. so long. <laughs> we appreciate oh. it. All right. Oh, well, thank you. Those, it's wonderful keep, talking to you. You too. Keep those oranges and flowers going. That's great. I love that idea. <laughs> yes. It, it's, um, it seems to... It's it something I, I just added um, because oh. um, in my religion, I'm Buddhist and... I I see my mom. She puts fruits and flowers um, as as a way of um, gratitude, and sure. she used the real she used the real baskets, and and I was and and they would um, spoil, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering, well, um, why can't we eat them and just mm-hmm. um, use some? Um, visualization instead. There you well, go. Well, let me tell you something. Your your dad made a very good point of that because he doesn't taste it. He doesn't 
feel it. He, he feels it through the colors, through the visual of it. So if you're passing it in a meditation and you're visualizing that passing, that's absolutely better uh, in all ways than actual um, fruit that spoils that could be nourishing someone else on a physical, on a physical plane. Mm-hmm. So when you reside on the other side, you don't need the nourishment that we use to keep our bodies going. We're, we are constantly um, alive. We are constantly awake. We are constantly moving and doing things at all times. And time doesn't exist over there. We, we just are. And so, you know, when you think about everything that we have here, if we transfer the feelings that we have, the thoughts that we have, the physical part of us, if we transfer all that to the other side, it doesn't become the absolute anymore. It becomes a relative world because in a relative world, you have left, you have right, you have up, you have down, you have houses, you have people, you have opposites, you have relationships of everything. In the absolute, it's it's just the absolute. And nobody has really been able to define absolute except for the fact that it's pure love. And when you're mm-hmm. in pure love and pure energy, you don't need all of this physical stuff. You come in here to take a, a physical body to experience the knowledge that we already have conceptually on, you know, on the other side. Uh, I always say that you know God is everything. God is part of us, and we're part of God. No matter what our religion or our belief system or, or whatever it is, we all believe in a certain power that's that's greater than us. Which is, in my case, I believe that God is everything there is. And if we're a part of God, and and God knows everything there is to know, conceptually then it only makes sense that we also know, have all access to all that knowledge conceptually that we, we can possibly ha- let our, lay our hands on. So when we come into life, we come in here and we learn all of those things that we conceptually know in an experiential form. We put it into action and then we actually understand it from a full picture. We know what a concept is. We know what the actual physical uh, feelings are we know what the experience brings us and then when we go back to the other side all of those people that experience the same thing all come together <laughs> and we all compare then we get a complete full picture of what that experience was and is so flowers are great fruit is mm-hmm. wonderful i i want to ask one more question um yeah. what about um when we light candles for them is that because um, of the color that they're receiving from the candle? They're not actually receiving the actual candle. Well, no, you're not receiving the candle itself. They're they're receiving the light that comes off of it, which is a bright light, and the color that and all white light contains all colors. What you're doing when you light when a you, candle? When you think of colors written on a on a wall, like a, a paint mm-hmm. or something like that, black is contains all colors. But when you're thinking of light. White contains all colors. Okay? When you mm-hmm. light a candle, what you're doing is you're honoring them. You're it's remembering them. It's for and us. It's, it's really for you rather than for them. They don't need that candle. Um, it's a nice gesture, and you're honoring them. It puts you in that. It's almost a meditative sense so to speak connection it's that connection you're lighting the candle you're sending off the light and your energy goes into 
um, the universe for them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They they okay, see you guys, doing I that. See. You're you're calling them in. Okay, I see. That's that's why um, it's easier when I light a candle to go into um, a relaxed, meditative um, sense. Exactly. You and yeah. you stare at the flame and you think of them and it quiets your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right? Okay. All right, Mia. All right. Well, Mia, thank you so okay. much for being with us tonight. We appreciate it. Thank you. Take Take care, care. and thanks for sharing your story because everyone loved it, and I know our listeners are going to love hearing that too um, from the archives as well because everybody in the chat room loves your idea. Okay. (laughs) All right. Take care. Good night. Good night. Nice talking to you. Bye-bye. All right. We've got a few minutes left. Let's go to Area 647. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. You're on the air. Hi there. Hi, it's Elaine. How are you? Hi, Elaine. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. And where are you, Elaine, again? Are you in Canada? Canada. Toronto, that's what I thought. Canada. She's a Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Waiting for the snow to start falling again. Oh, Oh, how much do you have? Yeah. How much have you guys got up there? uh, (laughs) um, Where I am, not too bad, probably... Six inches, seven inches, but we're getting oh. more. Oh wow! Well, stay. well, that would stop that would stop the world down here. So stay warm <laughs> and have a nice cup of cocoa or tea. There you go. <laughs> what can we do for you tonight, I'm Elaine? Just, you said you got delayed heading into see. our chat room tonight. Did you just fly somewhere? Oh, yes, or are you, wait a minute. Did you just fly somewhere? Or are you flying? Are you about no, to I fly? No, I haven't flown anywhere. For, wasn't planning to. Oh. I just saw you on a plane. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> it's warm, warm weather, hopefully. <laughs> Probably, yeah, I would imagine that would that that would be the only reason to go on a plane, unless you're going to. Well, that's. Do you have relatives in Vancouver? I have a friend in Victoria. Victoria, okay. That's just like across the canal, across the little canal. <laughs> yeah, my best friend lives in Victoria. Well, that's nice. And that's are close to us. Are you not? Are you going to visit her anytime soon? Because that's that's where I'm feeling you're going. Going into. I wasn't into planning to. That's something's coming up. I don't know what it is. But it looks like oh, you may be going. To her. Yeah. Does she have any health I'll issues? Nice. You know of? Do you have any health issues? Okay. Well, good. I don't see any. I'm not, I just was wondering maybe that because all I saw and this is really weird. I just saw you going across the. And across Canada, one side to the other. See, I was oh. going to make a, I was going to really make a, make a smart remark about be, getting high in Toronto when I was there. We went up to the <laughs> tallest building, <laughs> and I standing out on, and, and they have a, a glass floor, and you're yes. at the top of the place. And I sat there and looked at that glass floor, and I could not make myself walk out there. <laughs> I, I couldn't. couldn't do it. I still can't do it. I, I sat, did it. I can't look. I, I can't look oh, down. I can stand on it. Oh. I just can't look down. I, I it's like I it freaks me down. out. I, it's like it, it takes me back to World War II when I was in a plane. As long as I'm in the plane, I feel great. But standing out there with nothing under me is like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I know that floor is just going to give way, and I'm going to be falling all the way to the ground. I, I can, you know, I must have died in a in a, a fall of some kind. You did a plane life. crash. Well, that's true. That was. 
Yeah, it was kind of a fall. <laughs> that was a fall. But I was in the plane. Well. So I, I'm thinking I was outside of the plane. But it was still a feeling of helplessness and <laughs> oh, falling well. when you were up in the air. Sometimes we get really deep. You tell them, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, your father's on I the other side. Telling... No, he's on this side. Who's the father figure over there? The male the father-in-law? Didn't know my father-in-law. Okay. Um, but he's on the other dad. side, right? He's on the other side, right? Yeah, yeah, he's on the other side. But my my ex-husband didn't even know him either. Yeah, never had any relation with him. Is there an uncle Joe? No. Mo? Joe Mo. Bo. No. This no. Is, this is, this is either a father-in-law or an uncle. Um, I don't have any uncles that are in my generation that have passed, and father, grandfather Jack, and grandfather Harold. Well, if it would have been a Harold, that would have come immediately. That was my dad's name, um, but it's not that. It's not him. Um, I, I well. This is either, again, I'm going to go back to either an uncle, a a father-in-law, or it could be like your dad's friend who's passed over or your mom's friend, someone on their generational level, though. And it it seems to me it's either, it's a a name that has a O in it, like Joe, Bo, Mo. um, John? Yeah, Yeah, who is that? Um, my dad had a guy that he worked with, Jack Patterson, but he was his real name was John. Went by John, yeah. He well, went, went by, by Jack, Jack, but his name was John. Gotcha. That makes more sense because when you said Jack earlier about somebody else, about an uncle, is that Jack? You have an uncle? It, it was like no, but it was my similar. grandfather's a Jack. Oh, gotcha. Okay, there we go. All right. No, it's the it's this Jack. It's him. It's him. And he was your dad's friend. Yes. Which is along the same lines as an uncle, like a brother. Yeah, it is. And and did you yeah. know him very well? Yeah, we traveled. As, when, when I was a kid, we traveled as a family. They, our, his family and our family traveled together quite a bit. Okay. Traveling, going on a plane to Vancouver, and now Joe comes in, or Jack or John. Um, he, he That's the reason. That's like a sign that tells me that's exactly who it is and the feeling I get from him is that he's one that's telling me you're going to the to the west coast you're going to to Vancouver he's the one that passed that information on and he keeps telling me to send you love and he keeps telling me to tell you that it's all going to be good that you're going to get freaked out during the trip but don't worry everything's going to be great okay okay why are you I laughing? I figure out why I'm going to the... Because it sounds like something you would say. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that, that makes me feel... He was very calm. Better. Like, he was a type of... He was, he was a telephone repairman, and I remember him... Oh, wow. Well. The best story about him was he was on the top of a telephone pole when a car hit the pole while he was on the top of it, and he's mm. trying to tell the guy that you need to send somebody for it, you know, to get me... And the guy keeps putting him on hold. You know, <laughs> it was the old style. So the guy's like, I'm up the top of the pool, and there's a car smashed into the bottom of me. <laughs> okay, we'll put what you on hold feeling. for a second. We'll get back to you. Yeah, really. It was in the middle of a snowstorm. 
So there you go. <clears throat> and he seemed very calm, and he was very diligent about pointing me in the right direction and take this step and go here, and here's the thing, and we're talking about Canada, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. So anyway. <laughs> I got the message. I have no... Yeah, it's interesting because I've had no pulse to go out there, so that's interesting. So we'll see well, what comes up. It'll be coming up. It's not something that you're aware of right now, so it's it's something that probably is going to be a last minute or or short notice thing that's that's coming up. And it's and he said it's going to freak you out, but don't worry, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out great. Not I didn't say fine because you know what fine means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We won't. Well, I will. It means you're effed up, insecure, neurotic, and emotionally unbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, with no, that I don't want to. <laughs> we have two minutes. So. Okay. Well, have you, a good evening. Did you Thank have you a final question, Elaine? You sound like you had a final question. No, I. No, I was just. As I said, I was just calling in to figure it out because I just feel like I've been off the last couple of weeks, like very rambly, um, very you know. So that's why I was calling in, and you gave me this. So maybe something's coming up there, and cool. I'm just sensing that it's coming. Well, now he's confused you even more. Yeah, Jack was rambling quite exactly. a bit, but, it's, but it's, uh, it gave you a reason to focus on to uh, focus exactly. on particular stuff. All right. Well, we need All to right. close our show. Thanks so much for calling in, Elaine. We appreciate it. And okay, take to all care. of you. And to those of you on um, on hold, we're sorry we weren't able to get to you. Yes. But call in early next week. We are here every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Join us at our website, messagesfrombeyond.com. Sign up to be on our Facebook. And uh, facebook.com slash messagesfrombeyond. And mm-hmm. follow us on Blog Talk Radio, too, so you'll know when we're doing our show. Do we have Twitter? Do we we Twitter do have thing? Twitter. Um, you, they can get to Twitter from our website. Just click yeah. on the Twitter symbol, and it'll take you right to our Twitter, tw- and, and Twitter you, and account. Can, you could follow us and there. We can tweet. We can all be birdies. I, as soon as somebody teaches me how to tweet properly, <laughs> I don't get it. Um, no, anyhow, no. we thank you for being with us tonight, and uh, we hope you have a safe onion peeling all on your own. And uh, again, you've been listening to Messages from Beyond with Dennis and Alice Jackson. May peace be with you always. Always. Always.